The Atlantic Ocean breathed like a beast snoring serenely in the distance. The gentle rolling water cloaked the secrets it held, while the earth revealed all. Ah, but she wasn't fooled by her old friend. I thought you were going to take my house with the last storm, and me along with it, she thought with a faint chuckle. Well, I thank you for leaving us be at least for a little while longer. She sighed and kicked off again with her foot. I've known you too long and too well not to be wise to your mercurial nature. You appear so gentle and peaceful tonight, but Lord help the fool who ignores you. Lovey suddenly coiled in a spasm of coughing that racked her frame so thin now she could be mistaken for a child. When at last the fit subsided, She bent forward, clasping the arms of the chair, gasping for air. Mama, are you okay? Lovey turned her head to see Kara's worried face inches from her own. She felt Kara's larger hand tighten over hers in a reassuring squeeze. Dear sweet daughter, she thought as her pale blue eyes found refuge in Kara's dark brown ones. There were crow's feet at the corners, adding maturity to the wide-eyed worry. Kara had been dismayed at turning forty, crying that her youth was over and now she was on the downhill slope. Lovey knew better. Kara was still so young, so strong and confident. Lovey felt the panic that always came with the coughing spells loosen its grip. Gradually, her breath came more easily. She nodded weakly. Kara's eyes narrowed, quickly checking for signs that Lovey needed oxygen or a dose of pain medication. Mama, it's getting chilly. Let's go inside. Lovey didn't have the breath to answer, but she weakly shook her head. Kara hesitated, then with a of mild frustration, she didn't force the issue as she might have just months earlier. Lovey leaned back again in her chair. Staring at her from a settee across the room was a large calico cat. The cat had mysteriously appeared after the hurricane, lost and mewling piteously. Kara had fed her daily, cleaned up after her, and petted her long fur whenever she passed. Kara called the cat the uninvited guest and pretended not to care one way or the other about her. But Lovey could tell she was secretly pleased the cat had decided to stay. It was Kara's first pet. Kara was rather like that cat, Lovey thought with some amusement. The previous May, Lovey had asked her only daughter to come home for a visit. She hadn't thought Kara would come. They'd been estranged for some twenty years. Kara was always too busy, too involved in her career, to find time to come back to Charleston. If Lovey was honest with herself... And this late in life, why be anything but honest? She had to acknowledge that Kara just plain didn't want to return. She preferred the crispness of the North in all its forms. Lovey had prayed that she and her headstrong daughter could patch up their differences before she died. She took a long breath and exhaled slowly, feeling the weariness of her years. How did one reconcile after so long a time? It wasn't faith that she'd written, and in a twist of fate, Kara had returned. 
Kara had been laid off from her high-powered job at an advertising agency in Chicago. She'd arrived at Lovey's door at the onset of summer, feeling lost and restless, uncharacteristically adrift. She'd stayed this summer on Isle of Palms, ostensibly to take care of her mother. And yet, over the past months, Kara, like the lost cat, had been cared for, stroked, needed. The summer had made Kara wiser and more content, not so quick to chase the mouse. And in the process, she'd rediscovered her mother's love. This had been the answer to Lovey's prayers. It was autumn now, however, and like the season's end, Lovey's strength was ebbing with the receding tide. She had terminal cancer, and both she and Kara knew that soon the Lord would call her home. Okay, Mama, Kara conceded, patting Lovey's hand. We'll sit out here a little longer. I know.